it's a good day. And we um, actually have a testimony this morning of someone who is a volunteer at Westside Church. So I just want to welcome Stephen Wayamba as he comes up. Morning, everyone. Um, as introduced, my name is Stephen Wayumba. Um, my family and I have been coming to Westside, I think, consistently, consistently. For the last six months, we're gaining more momentum, if you want. Um, and, and before that, it was a situation where I grew up in church, being a Christian, sort of settling in a new area. So it was coming into church, um, but just walking in, sitting, getting the message, being fed, and then just walking out and going home. So after a while, it just, through prayer and just being genuine with God, it just didn't feel right in my spirit. Just felt like I'm not making friendships. I'm not making connections. I'm just standing up, getting fed, going home. So it started a yearning in my spirit. Just started, you know what? You've got something to offer, Stephen. I have put something in your heart. So go and give. But being a bit of an introvert, being a bit of a, uh, I'll just sit back. I just said, sat and sat and sat. Then I got the courage, talked to pastor, stepped up and doing the welcoming, whatever I can do. And so I, the reason why I serve is so that I can build friendships, yeah. meaning friendships and connections. And it's also because I'm a dad, I'm a husband. My family is not here today, but I love them dearly. Um, I want to be the kind of father who sets an example for my kids, for my wife, that there is benefits to being planted, growing, and serving in God's house. Thank you very much. Thanks, Stephen. We appreciate everything you do as well. He was here early just to help out. Even when he's not on the roster, he comes and helps, so praise God. So, um, beginning of my message, I just want to share... Actually, no, I won't do that. I was watching. <laughs> I was watching the other day. Um, I don't know if anyone's been watching Green Planet on Friday nights. I know the youth team won't be. But um, <laughs> they've only started back. But on Friday nights, David Attenborough, he has the Green Planet on, um, on I think, Channel 7 or something. And I was watching it, and it was about this amazing, um, beautiful rainforest in um, South America, which um, he was showing the beautiful plants, the, you know, the animals, the birds. And, um, and he was showing these just intricate things like, a flower that blooms for seven hours of its, you know, um, through the whole year. And there's a special bat that comes and it um, feeds out of this flower. And because it's only open for seven hours, this bat is going crazy, going to all these flowers because it's its favourite food and it does, um, it feeds this bat and it just love for some reason, this bat just loves it it's its favorite food and and it gives it all its nutrients and all these things and at the same time if the bat didn't do that the other flowers wouldn't get pollinated because at the same time he would be feeding or she the little bat would be feeding or go to the next flower and feed and spread around this pollen and it would pollinate and it would rejuvenate the plants for the next year and it keeps that um, species going. It's amazing. So even just this little flower that blooms for seven hours of its little lifetime in that whole year, it um, has, you know, a place in the rainforest. 
And also there was this corpse flower that was just disgusting and it was like this big flower that came from the ground and it smelled like flesh and the flies would come and feed off it thinking it was flesh. But as the fly would um, eat it, it would then drip its sap onto it and then it would go to the next flower and it would pollinate that and germinate because it was like there was a female corpse flower and a, and a male. And so they just kept going around this circle where they just kept sustaining each other. And this whole, you know, beautiful ecosystem of the rainforest depended on each other, depended on each plant, each fungi, each animal. I mean, it depended on each other. But without the sun and the water and the ground with its nutrients, sure, it wouldn't exist. But it all depended on each other. And I thought, man, the church is an ecosystem. You know, the church relies on each other to do what it's called to do. Each person has a little part or a big part to play so that it can um, become this amazing force on the earth called the body of Christ and become an amazing looking um, bride in front of this earth. And so just the same way we see this beautiful uh, rainforest that's slowly deteriorating because they're chopping it down and using the land for other things. It's, it's quite sad, um, but it just stands there beautifully and we are to be the same. But the only way we can be the same is if we work together and we do our part and we play our part, even if it's just that seven-hour bloom. God wants to use every person in this place to bring around his purpose and majesty on the earth. And um, I just loved that analogy. You know, and, you know, we are called to serve. In Galatians 5, 13 to 14, it says, For you are called to freedom, brothers. Only do not use your freedom as an opportunity for the flesh, but through love serve one another. For the whole law is fulfilled in one word. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. John 13, 14, If I then, your Lord and teacher, have washed your feet, you also ought to wash one another's feet. So serving is actually part of a Christian's life. It's a part of our, as we are saying, we're disciples of Christ. It's a spiritual discipline. It's a, what disciples do. You know, as soon as we give our lives to Jesus, we should be like, well, here I am, Lord, use me. What is it? What is it? Even if you don't know, um, someone will help you get there and someone will guide you to it. Um, and I was looking up some benefits of serving before I get into my main part of my message because the secular uh, world has also benefits and they've realised that volunteering brings real health to people. I will um, share a few. It gives you purpose and it, gives you, it makes you happy and healthy. People who give either money or their time have been reported to be happier and healthier than those who don't. A 2007 study led by author Brooks uh, University 
um, of Syracuse University found that givers were 42% likely than non-givers to say they were very happy. Helping others is also related to improved physical health, including weight control, lower blood pressure, and relief from depression and chronic pain. It's crazy, eh? Um, the Times Magazine says, you want a longer life? Volunteer to do good. Being selfless can also be good for both body and soul. A review of the health effects of volunteering found that helping others on a regular basis, like serving food in the soup kitchen or reading to the blind, whatever it is, can reduce early mortality rate mortality rates by 22% compared to those in people who don't participate in, in activities, these activities. You know, it, um, in the Christian world, it helps you connect with others. It actually helps you connect and build relationships in any kind of world, really. Um, it, and so even volunteering in the secular world is actually a great way to be a witness in this world. Uh, volunteering... Um, shows you what following Jesus is about. It allows you to join in what God is doing. It allows you to uh, use your gifts. It takes the focus off yourself and it teaches humility. Serving others allows you to make a true difference in other people's lives and it advances the kingdom of God. Now, it brings satisfaction with life. Satisfaction with life is at least partially dependent on living a life with purpose and meaning, says Dr. Tim Sharp, who is affectionately referred to Dr. Happy. Volunteering provides both these things in spades. So it makes you feel good. It makes you happy. Um, It gives you a helper's high. Uh, You can get... It releases feel-good neurotransmitters such as oxytocin, in your brain so you can get on this high because you're helping it's crazy the buzz you get from these neurotransmitters is sometimes known as the helper's high it gives you a sense of belonging volunteering is a great way to promote social networks this is because of what's called pro-social behavior which means that we're doing benefits we're doing benefits to other people this can be in helping sharing donating etc it these things i've got from different um, internet websites. And, and so even the world is saying volunteering is a good thing. If you're feeling really bad about yourself, um, are you volunteering? Are you helping somewhere? Are you helping people? Because I think, um, you know, it will help you not focus on yourself, but focus on others. So let me begin. First Peter 4.10. Each of you should use whatever gift you have received to serve others as faithful stewards of God's grace in its various forms. So in this scripture, it just sums it up in three things. It says, we should use whatever gift to serve others. Whatever gift. I know there's the spiritual gifts, you know, teaching, preaching, you know, um, even administration, all these gifts. But what is a gift? I think we've been given the gift to speak. We've been given the gift to walk and talk and um, have relationships. We've been given the gift of even just our personality. We've been given things in our lives that we don't even look at as gifts. And, you know, it's like Moses. In Exodus 4.2, the Lord said to him, what's in your hand? And there was a staff 
just a wooden stick that he would use to shepherd. And he said, use that, throw it on the floor. It turned into a snake. It was like, what? <laughs> he said, you, and um, put your hand in your cloak. And it came out les- leprous, put it back in, and it got healed. So his hands and his staff, God said, you can use this. What's in your hand? To Moses, it was just a staff for shepherding. But to God, it was, a, it was an anointed um, gift that he'd given him, which was shepherding and a stick, because he turned that stick into what, um, the snake, which actually ate the other guy's snakes in um, you know, Pharaoh's court. He used that stick to part the Red Sea. He used that stick to um, smash the rock to get the water. You know, that stick, when God is, when we give that stick or that item or that gift or that thing in your life that you think is so simple, if we say, here, God, take this, use this, what it, he will anoint it. He can use it. It may be just a meal, you know, but it's just a meal. But okay, if you give it to God, okay, what can I do with this? Might be able to bless someone and bring healing or a miracle into their life. You just don't know. And we need to be open in our hearts to realize that we can make a difference, even just with the small things, even with just, you know, who you are. There's things in your life that can make a difference. There's things in your life, not in every person's life, that God can anoint and bring miracles from. And he can change people's lives because you're just willing to say, here I am, here this is, use it if you want. I don't know what you're going to do, but here it is. It may seem simple, but God uses the simple, doesn't he? He uses the simple to, you know, to mute the um, proud and to, you know, the wise. And, you know, I just think I love it. So if you think that you've got nothing... Well, come and see us and we will tell you what you have, okay? Because there are many things we all have. Okay, to be a faithful steward. Um, Being a faithful steward, you know, the manager of steward here isn't just servant. A steward is a manager or a superintendent over something. So he's saying we're to be a manager over the gifts that we've received through the grace of God. So he's saying, manage the gifts that I've given you. Manage the Holy Spirit gifts that I've given you. You're like, can I manage the Holy Spirit in me? Can I manage the gifts that God has given me? Yes, we always do. And you don't even know it. Because you say yes or you say no. And that is managing what God has given, given us, isn't it? As soon as we say no, we've managed him. We've managed the gift. We haven't used it for what he wants us to um, use it for. It's like the, um, those who were given the talents in Matthew 25. One was given five, one was given two, and one was given one. The guy with five made five more. The one with two made two more. They managed their talents well, and they increased in what they were given. And then the last guy who was given one couldn't even manage one small talent. He just hid it in fear. And you know what? Fear 
can grip us and stop us from um, serving, from stepping out, blessing others. Uh, it can stop us. But as soon as you take that step and say, no, I'm going to not let fear hold me back, you enter into a whole new world of giving where your whatever you do will increase. Whatever, like even just talking about Shane and Shireen, you know, they came to us and said, we've got this idea called storehouse. You know, we have this idea that when someone fasts, you know, give $5. It's not a big amount of money, $5. $5 a week if you fast one meal. You don't even have to fast a meal. You can give five bucks and eat, you know, really. I mean, I do. Uh, (laughs) Take the truth, I still eat my food and (laughs) give my money. Um, But, you know, just that one idea was planted in our church. And through that, we have been able to bless uh, women escaping from domestic violence, We've been able to um, give food to the needy. We've been able to give people hope and help people, so many different families. And um, it's just amazing. See, what you do with that one little gift or one little thought really counts because it can actually change someone else's life. You know, what we do when we, we hold back, we're ripping other people off. You know, and sometimes, you know, we see people with great gifts and great things in, in the church and, and people we know and think, man, if only you'd do that, it would be such a blessing. And uh, I encourage you, if you're thinking, oh, you know, do they really want me to do this? Well, come and see us and we will, we will talk to you about it. Um, you know, we all want to get to heaven and hear God say, well done, and faith, well done, good and faithful servant, don't we? That's the number one thing. You know, you managed those gifts well. You know, you managed it and you accumulated. And you, you know, like everything we do can accumulate and we end up getting treasures in heaven. Who doesn't want that? So, the grace given to you in various forms. So, various forms, various means manifold, which means various colors, various in character, diverse. It's manifold. It's like we're just so diverse. Every person is so diverse. And, you know, there are certain gifts like teaching and um, giving and, um, you know, all these things, but We all may have, even if there are two people here with the same gifts, it will actually manifest differently because you are unique in the way you serve. You have a different passion. You have a different outlook on life. You have a different personality. So it's so diverse and different that um, you might think, oh, look, they do that, so I don't need to. Well, you still do need to because you bring your flavour to that place or to that team or to that um, area in the church. You bring your flavour, your uniqueness. Like in the ecosystem, we all need to let our flowers shine. We all need to be able to serve and, and so we can work together and see each other for who we are. And because I tell you, if you are used, we will benefit of that. Like now with Stephen, he wasn't serving for ages. And, um, but now we're getting to know him. We're getting to see 
what a blessing it is. Before that, he, he wasn't serving. We didn't really know him and we didn't see him in action. We just saw a guy coming to church. But now we see him, you know, just really flourishing and it's awesome and he's really excited about it and I love it. And that can happen to anybody. You know, even, um, you know, don't despise your gifts. Don't despise and go, oh man, I don't want to be used or I've got this and I've got to hide it. Look, it's been given to you by God and God wants you to use it. He wants to anoint it for the kingdom of heaven and, um, and he will use it in your u- unique, um, through the unique person that you are. So it was like I was, I was thinking of Carmel the other day. She started, uh, she messaged me end of last year. This, a lot of you may not know her because she hasn't served in our church but last year she did D- DNA with us and we talked about serving and she goes, oh, I don't know my gifts. She's not here today, so I can talk about it. Um, you know, I don't know my gifts. I don't know what I can do. I know I've done hosting before at other churches or whatever, but I don't really know my gifts. And so I met up with her beginning of the year. And, man, when I spoke to her, I saw two main gifts on her life, your leadership and mercy. She loves people and she'll stand up for those who are hurting or who aren't getting a fair deal and... And, and yet she was this leader who just, um, she knows who she is and she's in, been in managerial positions and thought, man, this woman's got a lot to give. So straight away, I'd been praying for someone to lead a group in the week, um, you know, with people who aren't working, people um, of, you know, diverse nature, maybe, I don't know, they're retired Maybe they're unable to work. Maybe, you know, they just want to have some fellowship. You know, for whoever. Anyway, she was the woman for the job. And now she's so excited about it. And now she's planted and she's serving. And she's going to start serving from the 3rd of March in this group. So, you know, God is, um, you know, God wants every person to find a place in the body of Christ. So, musos, maybe you should come up now. First Corinthians fourteen twelve says, So it is with you, since you are eager for gifts for the gifts of the Spirit, try to excel in those that build up the church. You know, the church needs building up. I know we can serve in the community and I will not say don't do that because I think that's very important as well. But the church needs building up. We need to be in unity. We need to work together and so that when we work together as a body and we serve together, we build each other up so we can serve and do more out in the community. And we also um, are like that ecosystem that brings beauty and glorifies God as the body of Christ. And, um, you know, I was thinking of, of the book of Acts, you know, Stephen and Philip. You know, they needed people to wait on tables and to serve the women and the, the apostle says, oh, look, we, we can't do this because we're trying to get the word ready and it's not fair if we, you know, suffer the word and, and wait on tables and we can't preach the word properly. And so they said, let's pray about it. So they got 10 guys 
filled with the Holy Spirit to wait on tables. Two of those guys were Stephen and Philip. There was no qualms about, you know, going to serve tables. No qualms about cleaning on a sad day. No qualms about hosting and cleaning up this place before we have people. No qualms about looking after the kids. No qualms, even though their giftings were evangelism and martyrdom, they still served in the smaller places in the church or the not so significant, but yet in God's plan, God's kingdom, these insignificant, we feel it's insignificant to do these jobs. It's the most important. They get probably greater rewards than someone like me who would speak on, on the stage. And, and Stephen and Philip, they, they did that. And then as, straight after that, Stephen, he's out there in the community preaching the word of God and he gets martyred. But this great man of God never neglected the service in the house. And I love that. And so I just want to encourage you today, if you want to volunteer, if you feel the call, if God's niggling at your heart, I want you to put your name down at the info desk. I've got a little form there and it's at the bottom of it. It says some areas. Um, Put your name and email and phone number and if a certain area where you want to serve or if you don't know just tick and we will contact you and we can work out something because there's always a place somewhere for you to serve in the house amen so today why don't we end this meeting why don't you stand up no this is our ecosystem and we can't let it be destroyed we can't let you know, the enemy come and destroy us. We all got to stand together. We all got to work together to make this body look awesome before the world. Amen. So let's love each other. Let's worship God as we leave today. And if you feel God tugging on your heart, please put your name down and um, enjoy Volunteer Sunday with a barbecue afterwards.